Scott, before we talk about a great win for your team, which way uh, growing up, now I know you have some uh, roots there in Troy, around central Texas. Were you a Rangers fan or Astros fan? It was Rangers, no question, no doubt. Get it out of the way. Not, not even close. I know lately they got to cheat to win, but it's Texas Rangers all the way. <laughs> I love that. You know, funny, I love that. Funny story Did is you? my dad got inducted into the High School Hall of Fame uh, in 2008 uh, as a baseball coach and a player and all that good stuff. And in the induction class was Nolan Ryan. So I, I got to – I got to do the induction speech, and Nolan Ryan was sitting 18 inches away from me. And I, 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 I was there for Dad, but I had to acknowledge the fact that I'm sitting there talking, sitting next to a legend, speaking <laughs> of Texas Rangers. So, yeah. oh my goodness, where remind me where your dad was uh, all all those years? Because I, I know you do come from uh, from a a great coaching family. Where was he all those years? <laughs> So he, uh, so he got he he went to college to play basketball at East Texas State, and then when he came home, he uh, in the summer he got drafted to Vietnam, and when he came back, he finished up at UMHB playing, and then after he got done playing, he uh, he started coaching in Belton, and then I guess in '78 or '79, he moved to Troy, uh, Troy High School, and then he was there until he retired in like 2002, three, something like that. Oh, so he had a great run with the uh, Trojans there. Oh, you didn't want my them goodness. Trojans in baseball, baby. They're still pretty salty, if I understand it right. <laughs> you just stay. You just steer clear of that area. <laughs> well, I, I can. I imagine you. You learned some great lessons along the way that uh, you you bring to the uh, field every day. Did you? By the way, did you? Uh, when you got to uh, Arlington the other night, did you take a peek at the? Uh, at the new ballpark, I know fans can't go in there, but did you uh, did you kind of say, "Hey, look, guys, there's the new uh, there's the new baseball park over there"? No, sir. I, I, I mean, we, we pulled up, and when I when I looked up, because I was looking at game plan sheets and stuff like that, when I looked up, we were driving in the entrance. So, you know, I, we <laughs> we we've talked about those kids since February. You know, this game's been a year better in the making of knowing we're going to play there. So, we've been talking about distractions and trying to ignore distractions, and so. You know, yeah. I showed them pictures of the big of uh, the jumbotron or whatever you call that eighty-yard television they have hanging up there, and you know we we tried to thwart that as much as possible. So no, I didn't. I, we we were we tried to have a single-minded focus, and and you know we went up there for one thing, and it wasn't a, a baseball park. Well, it uh, and Scott Stewart joining us, Temple uh, High School football coach. I mean, what a uh, what an incredible way to begin your season. I mean, that was going to be a tough test. We know the pedigree. We know the championships Longview uh, has. And, uh, I mean, that, that did you feel – I mean, I, I, I know – boy, I, I don't know how you – you know, I mean, you know you were going to hopefully win that ball game. But, I mean, did you – did you kind of feel going in? Hey, we got a we got a great shot. Were you feeling really good about your team and everything? Because I'm I'm telling you that thing reverberated all through East Texas. I happened to be Scott in Longview, and uh, that was all over the news, and people were in shock out in East Texas. Well, uh, you know, my deal is we we just I wanted to find out who who we are. I've never asked mm-hmm. these kids to uh, I've never asked these kids to win a game. Uh, I, we don't even focus on winning the game, you know. I, uh, you know, obviously that's the end goal for everybody that's in this profession. But but if you if you ask kids to win a game, then then you put a value. And so if you go up there and don't play well, you just devalue them as young men. And I just I just can't subscribe to that. So you know, all I wanted to know, I knew that if we would just be who we again, 
got four kids that have taken any meaningful snaps whatsoever uh, out of 22. So I was, I was more interested in who we are, how are we going to handle distractions, how are we going to handle it when we get hit in the mouth, how are we going to handle the speed and the size. You know, I was more worried about that than I worried what those numbers were up on that board. And I knew that if we just go be who we are, at least it ought to give us a chance. And if they're that good, then then make them prove it. I mean, that was the message all week long. If they're we're playing an unbelievable pre district schedule, and if these yeah. guys are that good, make them go prove it. What I want to know is who we got. I want to worry about us. I don't want to worry about them. Yeah, well, the great win, uh, and um, and and I and I gotta you know talk about a couple of your players, um, Umberto Erismendi. Now I, uh, I I and this was a, a player who tell me a little bit about his background. And, and how you decided to uh, uh, to go with him and what he's uh, what he's brought to the program? Well, I mean, he's a program kid. He's been here since you know middle school and, and uh, kind of came up through the ranks. He was a JV, uh, you know, our JV eighteen quarterback as a junior. Uh, you know, we had Vance. We, we we've had a string of of one year starter seniors. You know, the last five or six, seven, maybe even seven years, and. Uh, you know, uh, not, we try to build into the program. We do a lot of quarterback camp stuff because that's the one position on the field to better know what's going on. So, you know, uh, he's a kid that came up through the program. Uh, never started – this will tell you his character and, and, and just his heart and, and, and what his teammates think about him. Never taken take a varsity snap, and his teammates voted him as one of the team captains. So, you know, he's, wow. a, he's a leader. He's a leader, you know, in the weight room. Uh, he's a vocal kid. He, he he does the right things. You know, I always talk to kids all the time about if you're going to speak, you better you better have yourself under my scope because the first time you talk to somebody and, and then and then counter you, what you what you do and what you say don't match up. You, they know you're bullcorn, quick, fast, in a hurry. So I mean, he's he's the consummate leader. Uh, he's got a great heart. He loves his teammates, and you know, I think uh, that's obviously not why he got this start position. I mean, he's he can spin the ball. Uh, he he sees it. He understands the game. He's got a He's got a good mind for the game. Uh, you know, we've got the kid he's competing with is one heck of an athlete. Uh, he's a sophomore. And so I think the, the final the final decision was, you know, Umberto can play one position on the field. Mikael can play anything on the field. So what makes us better if it's a close race is putting the quarterback out there and letting Mikael run around at receiver or, or running back or DB or, so, or something else. But, you know, the telltale was going to be how, did he, how could he handle the distractions and how he, can he handle the pressure. And I thought he did really, really well. What was the, um, you know, it, these crowds are a little different because of social distancing and everything, but uh, sound like pretty good group that uh, ended up in there. Was the, um, it, it, were you pretty proud? I would say you talked about trying to keep them focused just on the game. They looked up, saw the scoreboard and everything, but from a, it is, I mean, it seemed like they, you didn't have any trouble getting them focused. And uh, did, did you kind of feel that right away from your team? Well, it, yes, I did. And, and, again, a lot of that was just us hammering. I mean, you know, I showed them pictures of, of AT&T Stadium, and that doesn't do it justice, by the way. You know that, and I know that. But, uh, you know, you got to hope at some point the kids trust you and the kids believe in, 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 in what you're saying. And, you know, our saying around here is drinking the Kool-Aid. You know, you, they hope, you, you hope they're drinking the Kool-Aid. And I just thought they did a good job of managing that. I mean, there's – I couldn't imagine. I, I I got to play college football, and I've never played in anything like that. So, uh, you know, I thought they did a real good job of handling the distractions. And, you know, now the distraction is hoping they don't think they they got this thing figured out because this game will humble you in ways that, that you can't even imagine. All right, and a big play. Talking to Scott Stewart, Temple head football coach, coming off a huge win over Longview to start the season. Uh, Otarian Peoples, 
makes the the uh, scoop and score, and uh, I mean that that had to just kind of galvanize everything. I I was following that thing from afar, and it was like thirteen ten, and and I was like, oh man, here goes Temple. They're right in the middle of this thing, and then that happened. I mean, how much of that? How how did that uh, sort of galvanize both the team and the and just the sideline with with that play? Well, yeah, it's just and it just kind of uh, reverberates and, and reemphasizes the fact that you know you can you can make something happen on any play. I mean, that was a quarterback sneak, you know, and had a little sophomore defensive end stick his hand in there and knock it out. And OT was, you know, attacking the football like he should. And you know, we talk all the time about that football is the most important thing on that field. I mean, you want to get paid, you know, guys on Sunday get paid to be around that football. The high school kids don't get paid money, but they get you know they get they get. Uh, paid in other ways and that's attention getting your name set on the radio possible recruiting possibilities so you know get your butt to that football and make something happen when you get there you know ot uh ran his keys right he was there he scooped it and he made a play and you know that's that's the part that that i'm probably as proud of as anything is that moment wasn't too big for the temple wildcats and i don't I, I, you know long you've been there and done that so i mean i'm not saying it was too big for them but our kids were just they were ready they didn't hesitate, and, and OT was in a good spot, right time. I teased him uh, that the offensive lineman almost caught him. So, you know, we had a good time <laughs> with that. But, uh, you know, you got to give him a hard time. But, no, I was really proud of him. You know, this again, his first game starting as a as a DB. And just you got you got to take that give a crap out of your pocket and break it and just go try to make something happen, no matter what the field looks like around it. All right. You know, you could use an old Parcells technique this week and get out some uh, mouse traps. And put him around the locker room. You know what I'm getting at? He used to. I know exactly he used what you're to. getting at. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't. I'll tell you this. We didn't show up yesterday with the same intensity we did last Monday. So I told him today, during the period on Tuesdays, we usually watch film. Well, we decided, I decided to go outside and do a little bit, do a little bit of extracurricular because, you know, if you're not going to flip the switch on on Monday, I'll flip it on on Tuesday. So it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't. I, my message to the team was look, guys, we didn't beat Longview on Friday night, we beat them on Monday. We beat them on Tuesday. I mean, the way we prepared is the reason we performed the way we did. So this game will humble you in ways that you can't imagine if you think you start getting this thing figured out. So, you know, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't where I wanted to be. And, again, I just kind of want to send a message to a young team that said, you know, we, we didn't get on the bus to go up there and, 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 and be handsome, you know, umbop, one-hit wonder of the world, Millie Vanilli type stuff. I mean, we, if we're going to be a good <laughs> football team, and we're going to find out who we are. We're going to have to do this week to week. And so we've got to be able to turn that switch on on Monday. And you, those switches don't get turned on on Thursday or Friday. You'll get you, you know, everybody's like, congratulations, you were the 6A team of the week and Dave Campbell. Well, guess who was the 5A team of the week? Mag West. You know, guess who scores half a hundred every time they step on the field? Magnolia West. So, yeah. you know, celebrate this one too long if you want to, and you'll go get your tail embarrassed on Friday night. So, we're you know, I think we got their attention today, and we're going to have a good uh, day of preparation and a good rest of the week preparation. We'll get on the bus, see what we can do. I can tell you're my age with that Millie Vanilli uh, reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said that right. to him today, and everybody in the room just looked at me cross-eyed, except for the coaches, and a couple of them started laughing. I was like, well, I guess I'm getting too old for this stuff, but uh, i got to update my references. They, Millie Vanilli was cheating us. They were lip-syncing yeah. everything. That wasn't really their voices there. I love, I love yeah, that. You you're pulling up. Pulling out some good, maybe bring up some Rick Astley. He had a couple of one one hit wonders. Debbie go. Gibson, you remember she had a couple of good ones. We thought oh, she yeah. was going to be great, and yeah. uh, and she didn't quite build on that. Do you ever point to the? Uh, I, I bet they get excited watching some of the the former Temple guys play at that college level. Uh, T.J. and Ashton, 
uh, getting to start um, and, and making those starting roles at Baylor, does that resonate with uh, with the players in your program oh, right down the road, does. seeing those I mean, guys? You know, TJ, TJ and Asher are doing their thing at Baylor. we got two starters at, at University of Texas and Jared Wiley and Taquan, Taquan Graham. Uh, and then we got a true freshman up at TCU, and, and I came in, we did our Saturday thing, and we kind of finished on the track because we uh, finished on the turf. We, we do some conditioning uh, after a game, get some of that sort of stuff. And we came in and we were talking, and it kind of came across my news line. It says uh, Quentin Johnson just, you know, scored for TCU, and he's a, he's a, he was a 2019 Temple Wildcat. And so I go, hey, guys, you just scored his first college touchdown, and you would have thought, you would have thought somebody in that room just won the lottery. I mean, those kids went nuts. You know, we talk family all the time, but these kids live it day in and day out. They went absolutely crazy uh, because they love their brother and they're proud of what he's doing. Well, listen, um, I, I uh, appreciate it, and uh, I don't want you to think I'm just jumping on the bandwagon. I'll be with uh, – I'm going to be monitoring Temple through thick or thin. But, no, I was in the belly of the beast out there in, in Longview the other night watching the news, and, boy, they were nervous. And, and so I was uh, very excited for you guys and appreciate you coming on with us and have a great uh, week of practice as you all get ready to do it again. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate it. And like I always say, man, I appreciate everything you guys do for high school athletes, high school coaches, and high school programs because nobody in the world does it better.